0: Well, a good morning and a warm welcome to St Paul's Online. My name's Adam. I'm one of the clergy at St Paul's. You're really welcome with us uh, wherever you're joining us from. Uh, I hope you've had a great week. I had a few days off earlier in the week and I reorganised my bookcases as you can see behind me. So I thought I'd sit here to host our service today. In a moment we'll hand over to Rob who'll lead us in our song worship. But before we do that, let's pray together. Lord God, we thank you so much that we can worship you together in this new and different way. And as we gather together in our separate homes, we pray that you would draw near to us, that you would help us to know the truth of your promise, that you are with us when we gather in worship together, and that you would speak to us afresh through your word. So come and inhabit the praises of your people, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's uh, sing together.
1: Who breaks the power of sin and darkness? Whose love is mighty? And so much stronger, the King of glory, the King above all kings. Who shakes the whole earth with holy thunder, and leaves us breathless in awe and wonder, the King of glory, the King above all kings. This is unfailing love That you would take my place That you King of glory Who rules the nations With truth and justice Shines like the sun In all of its brilliance The King of glory The King above all kings This is amazing grace This is unfaithful who conquered the grave worthy is the lamb who was slain
2: Today's reading is taken from Acts chapter 3, verses 1-10. to Peter heals a lame beggar. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at 3 in the afternoon. Now, a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate, called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple court. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have. but What I have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking by the right hand, he helped him up. And instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple court, walking and jumping and praising God. Then, when all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognised him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. As they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him, this is the word of the Lord, praise be to God.
3: Well, good morning, everyone. My name's Katie, I'm the children's minister at St. Paul's. And thank you so much, Micah, for sharing that story from Acts chapter three with us. As it's such a great story, I'm gonna tell it again. And this time I've hidden several names of books of the Bible in the story. See how many you can spot. I'll post the answers on Facebook later and you can see if you found them all. Peter had lots of friends. And he was with one John walking to the temple in those days, you couldn't just say, "Jump in my car and come with me," so they had to walk now. There was a man who was lame from birth, sitting at the temple gate called beautiful, because he couldn't walk. He felt pretty dismal, a kind of sadness. He looked to Peter and John as they walked by, please give me some money. none of these Romans have, please, I need money he cried, sitting on his mat. "'Who said that?' said Peter. He looked straight at the beggar, as did John. Then Peter said, "'Look at us!' So the man raised his eyes higher to give them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Peter asked, "'Is your name Joe?' "'No,' said the beggar. "'Mark my words,' Peter said. Silver or gold, I do not have. I knew you'd be pretty tight, said the beggar grumpily. Tight? Us? I have no silver or gold, but what I do have, I give to you. Know the truth of Jesus' love, and in his name, walk. A most amazing thing happened. Peter took the man's right hand, helped him up, and his feet and ankles became strong. He went into the temple courts, walking and jumping and singing psalms to praise God. Huge numbers of people in the court saw him and recognized him as the same man who used to sit at the temple gate every day. They were filled with wonder and amazement at the incredible acts performed by Peter. What a revelation that story is. Okay, that's the last book. You can stop counting now. This story teaches us so much about the way God works. One of the main things that strikes me is that Peter and John make it clear that money is not important, that it pales into insignificance next to knowing and loving Jesus. They don't have money on them, they don't trust in money, they trust in God. It's through believing in in Jesus and receiving the power of the Holy Spirit, that miracles happen. Peter and John heal the man, not because they are kind of magicians or super doctors who can just heal them like that, but because they believe in the healing power of Jesus. It can be quite hard for us to believe that ourselves. Peter and John would have seen Jesus healing lots of times and would know it is possible. For us, seeing it all from a distance, it can be harder to trust God and to know that we have that power too. This story shows us quite clearly that believing in Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit is more important than silver or gold and can help us to do anything. And yet, at the same time, this story reminds us that God has a purpose and a plan and a timing for everything that happens and it might not happen when we expect or want it to happen. The lame man sat at the temple gate every day. He had done for years. We can guess that Jesus himself would have passed by him lots of times when he visited the temple and yet Jesus didn't heal the man. Why not? It must have felt strange for the beggar to know that Jesus had the power to heal him and didn't. It might have been confusing or made him really cross with Jesus or not believe in him. I know that i felt confused and angry when I've prayed for something and it hasn't happened. But by leaving the beggar for Peter to heal, Jesus was giving us an example of the power that his followers have. He was showing what belief can do. He was helping other people to feel wonder and amazement and giving Peter and John a chance to talk to large crowds about Jesus. So if you've been praying for something, maybe for yourself or healing for someone, particularly at the moment, or for God to show you what he wants you to do, don't be disappointed if it doesn't happen straight away or doesn't happen in the way that you want it to. We need to be a bit like that beggar, going to God every day for our needs. He didn't give up and nor should we. But we also need to be like Peter and believe that it can happen, that through the power of the Holy Spirit and our belief in Jesus, we too can ask for miracles and see them happen. We need to try to be a little bit like both of those men. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that we can perform miracles by praying to you and believing in your son and being filled with the holy spirit lord help us when we find it hard to believe that and to trust in you help us to have patience and help us not to give up to keep praying keep believing Lord, please draw close to all of us and to help us to trust you. Amen.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, Katie. In a moment, we're going to sing our all-age song together. It's the new one that we've been learning recently, My God's the King of Me. And I'm grateful to one of our small groups for leading us in our actions this week. They've got some new ones for us to learn. So why don't we stand together and sing?
1: This guy called Dan Yes he was a mighty Holy praying man I said throw him to the Den of the scary beasts. But God Saved our hero from the lion's Teeth My God's the king of the Giants My God's the king of the Lions, my God's the king of the creatures of the deep, my God's the king of me. This is more than history, he will do the same for me. Like Jonah and the whale at sea, when I'm lost and afraid, all alone in the dark you'll the lions. My God's the king of the creatures of the deep. My God's the king of me. My God's the king of the giants. My God's the king of the
0: Well, that was fantastic, thank you so much for leading us in our actions there. I hope you were able to follow along with them and if you would like to lead the actions for our All Age Song one week either on your own or with your family or maybe as a small group then do get in touch with me, Uh, my email address is on the church website. In a moment we're going to turn to pray but before we do that we're going to hear an update from Anne at the Well Christian Healing Centre based here in Leamington.
4: Hello I'm very pleased to share with you that The Wells' new online Zoom healing prayer ministry is going really well. We've had many guests book in from local areas, as well as from the UK, and we've even had some guests from South America. And in those very shortened appointments of just 20 minutes, we have seen God do some delightful things in people's uh, lives. We have prayed for people who are in a place of bereavement, a place of isolation, a place of fear and anxiety. Uh, Those who need God's healing power at work in their body and also in their soul and their mind. It really is an incredible privilege to pray for our guests. We're also offering Rest and Receive, a quiet hour of music online. And this is a great opportunity for our guests to rest and receive more of God's love as we as a team pray. Very soon on the 18th of June, we're offering our very first online quiet morning. And I've chosen the subject of Jesus's words to his followers. Don't worry. What does that really mean to us today as we come out of lockdown into the new normal? We are so grateful for your support and please continue to pray for us that we will discern God's will and purpose as we pray for our guests. That he will give us his revelation and creativity and tenacity as we journey and support our guests. And please pray that God would continue to enlarge our faith. We believe he is almighty God and he's a God of healing. And we want to see more uh, of his Holy Spirit power uh, at work in our guests' lives. Thank you so much.
0: Let's pray together. Lord God, we thank you so much for the well and for Anne and her team's ministry there. We pray for them in this new season as they seek new ways to minister to others, that you would continue to guide them and lead them. We pray for those that come seeking your healing touch, that you would draw near to them and help them to know your power and presence at work in their lives. And we pray for this quiet day coming up, that you would pour out your Holy Spirit and that many would know your transformative power at work in their lives. Draw near, protect and lead we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, I'm gonna hand over to Kate now who's going to lead us in the rest of our prayers.
5: Good morning St Paul's. I'm Kate, I'm the Youth Minister here at St Paul's and it's great to be leading prayers with you this morning. Um, Thanks to Anne for that um, update on the well. Um, This morning we are going to be basing our prayers on some pictures that I'm going to have a go at drawing. So if you want to have a go at drawing at home too, why don't you grab a piece of paper and a pen now? Um, And also there's three words we're going to be looking at as we're doing our drawings and to help us in our prayer. And the first word is the word lament. Now lament means to express sorrow or um, disappointment about something. And so I've been thinking about what things maybe we might be disappointed or um, sad that we're not taking part in at the moment. And my first picture is a picture of something that um, Yeah, my family are a bit disappointed not to be taking part in this year. Um, So let me draw you a picture. Now, I must say that I'm really not very good at drawing, as is probably already becoming clear. Um, But this is our first picture that ties into our word, um, lament. And I must say, all of our pictures this morning are based on the great outdoors. So here's our first picture. Has anyone at home got any ideas what this could be? This is awful. Um, Okay, I'm going to finish it there because that's really not getting any better. Um, It's supposed to be a tent. Um, So this weekend was supposed to be the dads and kids camping weekend. I've got some very sad boys in this house that aren't getting to go. I'm sure there's things that you at home are sad to be missing out on that you are lamenting. Um, So if you'd like to draw those things down now and um, show God your pictures, do that. If you want to think about those things in your head, then you're very welcome to do that too. Um, Or it might be there's wider things in our world that you are lamenting at the moment. So things that you are sorrowful or disappointed about at the moment. Um, It's really sad that um, the death of George Floyd in America and the impact that that has had worldwide. Um, we know that we should be a world that treats people fairly and with respect and with justice and we're so sad when that doesn't happen. So maybe you want to think about the um, inequalities and the injustice in the world that is being really highlighted at the moment and you want to lament that to God. Whatever it is that's on your heart, why don't we pray now? Father, we know that this is a time that is very different to any other for us. And we know there's things that we're sad to be missing out on and disappointed to be missing out on. We know that this world is not exactly how you would have it be, that people continue to be treated unfairly and unequally. And Lord, we bring our sorrows and our um, disappointments to you. We pray that we would be people of love and hope and peace, that we would treat all people as we would hope to be treated ourselves. And God, for those things that we're sad about and we're missing, we bring those to you too. And know that a day will come when we can enjoy all these things once more. Amen. So that was lament. I'm going to clear this picture and you'll be uh, really glad to know I'm drawing my next one. Um, The next word is content. So that's described as being a state of peaceful happiness. So I'm now going to draw another outdoors picture. My practice on this was really awful. So don't expect anything wonderful. It's already not very good. Um, And... uh, If you want to be thinking at home about something that you are really um, happy about or that brings you great peace when you think about it or when you do it, why don't you draw a picture of that? Now, this is a really, really awful picture, but the main thing we're looking at is this thing here and it is supposed to be toasting a marshmallow over a fire really really not very obvious is it but that's the thing at the moment that makes me feel peaceful or content or happy it's a very simple thing but I really have enjoyed doing that with my family so why don't you have a think about something that makes you feel content and you can draw it or you can think about it in your head and we're going to say thank you to God now God, we thank you that we live in a world in which you want us to be content. You want us to find happiness. And Father, we thank you for the things that we can do that bring us joy, whether that's toasting marshmallows over a fire, whether that's going for a walk with a friend, um, whether that's speaking to friends and family over the internet. Whatever it is, God, that we're thankful for, we bring those things to you. We thank you that we can find contentment at this time, and we thank you that that brings you joy. Amen. Okay, our final picture, let me clear this beautiful one. Um, The final picture um, is to represent the word repent. So repent means to feel regret about something. So this might be the time for you to say to God, I know that I've done something wrong this week or thought something wrong this week and I'm really sorry and I repent of that. And the picture that I uh, want to draw to go alongside this is thought this one would be quite easy but it's turning out not to be okay anyone got any ideas what that could be at home it's supposed to be a cloud with the rain we have been experiencing a bit of rain lately haven't we um, so when I think of the great outdoors at the moment I'm thinking of rain um, but rain symbolizes water and water can wash us clean so when we repent and when we say sorry to God um, we know that we're washed clean and those things that we've done or thought or said have gone away So let's bring those things to God now. If you want to draw a picture of the things you're sorry for, you can do that or just think about them in your head. So Father, we thank you that we can come to you and we can repent. We can say sorry for the things that we've done wrong. And we know that you love to forgive us. You love to wipe our slate clean. You love to um, bring freshness. Um, We love the symbolism of water that we are wiped clean when we say sorry. And Lord, we bring those things to you now, whether that's in our drawings or in our hearts. We're so sorry for the way that we have let you and other people down this week. Amen. Okay, I'm going to clear that. That is the end of my drawings. Um, Hopefully you've had fun doing that at home. Um, We're going to end our prayers by saying the Lord's Prayer all together. If you know the actions, do join in? So let's go. Our Father in heaven
1: strength is gone you're the one who calls me on you are the life you are the fight that's in my soul oh the resurrection power burns like fire in my heart when waters rise i lift my eyes up to your throne To sin or to shame We are defiant in your name You are the fire that cannot be tamed You are the power in our veins Our Lord, our God, our conqueror Christ is risen and on high, greater is he living in me than in the world. No surrender, no retreat, we are free and we're redeemed, we will declare over despair We are defiant in your name, you are the fire that cannot be tamed, you are the power in our veins, our Lord, our God, our conqueror. every chain is breakable with you. We are victorious. You are stronger than our hearts. You are greater than the dark. With you we are victorious. chain is breakable with you we are victorious you are stronger than our hearts you are greater than the dark with you we are victorious. Life, we will not bow to sin or to shame. We are defiant in your name. You are the fire that cannot be tamed. You are the power in our veins, and we will not bow to sin or to shame. We are defiant in your name. You are the fire that cannot be tamed. You are the power in our veins, our Lord, our God, our conqueror.
6: The reading is taken from the book of Acts, chapter 3. While the beggar held on to Peter and John, all the people were astonished and came running to them in a place called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he said to them, Men of Israel, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus. You handed him over to be killed and you disowned him before Pilate, though he had decided to let him go. You disowned the Holy and Righteous One and asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead we are witnesses of this by faith in the name of jesus this man whom you see and know was made strong it is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has given this complete healing in him as you can all see now brothers i know that you acted in ignorance as did your leaders But this is how God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets, saying that his Christ would suffer. Repent then, and turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord, and that he may send the Christ who has been appointed for you, even Jesus. He must remain in heaven until the time comes for God to restore everything as he promised long ago through his holy prophets. For Moses said, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You must listen to everything he tells you. Anyone who does not listen to him will be completely cut off from among his people. Indeed, all the prophets from Samuel on as many as have spoken have foretold these days and you are heirs of the prophets and of the covenant God made with your fathers he said to Abraham through your offspring all peoples on earth will be blessed when God raised up his servant he sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your wicked ways this the word of the
7: Lord. Well, good morning, everybody. And thank you, Io, for reading uh, that passage from Acts 3. I wonder how you are doing after three months of lockdown, of all these restrictions. Uh, personally, I found it's got very wearing. It's wearying. How are your emotions? Uh, how are you doing in your inner being? Uh, Quite apart from that, there's been so much going on in the wider society Uh, for our black and Asian and minority ethnic friends. All the events of the last two weeks must have been an emotional roller coaster for you. Uh, Surfacing different memories, raising emotions, perhaps raising hopes that things will change. That's certainly my prayer that things will change for the better. And there may be all sorts of other factors going on in your own lives. But I think as I talk with people folks are weary emotionally after three months of lockdown and everything else that's going on. And in this sermon that Peter preaches after they have healed the lame man there's a wonderful phrase that I want to focus on today. It's verse 19 of chapter 3 Acts chapter 3 where Peter says repent and turn to God so your sins may be wiped out that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. And it's that little phrase, times of refreshing. Uh, And I think that we all need times of refreshing, like plants that all dried up when the rain dried up. We need the Lord's, uh, the rain of his spirit to come and refresh us again, our souls, inwardly. It reminds me of Jesus's invitation he gave in Matthew 11. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So let's pray that God would speak to us now through these words that Peter preached all those years ago. We praise you, Lord Jesus, that you are the same yesterday, today and forever. The one who offers strength to the weary. The one who offers times of refreshing. And we tell you today that we are in need of that ourselves. We need uh, the rain of your spirit, the refreshment that comes for our souls, that comes from you. So send your spirit on us now as I speak and as we listen. uh, And help us to be receptive to all that you want to do in our lives. And we ask it in your great name, amen. Well, it is a wonderful story in Acts chapter three. Thank you, Micah, for reading the story to us earlier, and then Katie for uh, telling it again. This wonderful story of how Peter and John went to the temple and healed the lame man who had been there begging, uh, perhaps for many years. We read in chapter forty. He was nearly chapter four. He was nearly forty years old and had probably been there day after day for many years. And he's now been healed by the powerful name of Jesus. He's stood up and he's danced around and gone into the temple with them. And a crowd has drawn. If you're an old Christian like me in the Sunday school, you probably sang the song. uh, He went walking and leaping and praising God, uh, as we used to sing in that old song that tells this story. And a crowd has gathered and Peter has preached to them, uh, as Io has read Peter's sermon. And Peter preaches a sermon all about Jesus, three things in particular. He says, you killed him, God raised him, and there is power in his name. And then he focuses in on that wonderful phrase, times of refreshing. So let's just look at the wider sermon first. Uh, Peter says, you killed him. Peter is very blunt. Uh, He's a northerner from Galilee and he tells it as it is. Let me read to you again Acts 3, 13 to 15. The God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus. You handed him over to be killed and you disowned him before Pilate, though he had decided to let him go. You disowned the Holy and Righteous One and asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. These events had only happened a few months ago in Jerusalem. Jesus had been crucified at Passover time, Easter time. Uh, the Holy Spirit came seven weeks later at the time of Pentecost. And this is now not very long after that. People will remember. And besides that, over 3000 joined the church on the day of Pentecost. So there's a tremendous buzz around about the name of Jesus. So Peter goes on to say that behind the scandal of the authorities killing Jesus, God was at work. In verse 18 of our chapter, it says, God fulfilled what he'd foretold through the prophets, saying his Messiah would suffer. Uh, Peter had heard Jesus explaining that he needed to die. Peter hadn't understood it at all, but with the hindsight of the resurrection, the apostles were clear that God was at work in Christ on the cross, uh, that Jesus had given his life to pay the price for our sins so we could be forgiven. In his sermon in chapter three, he talks about Barabbas being set free instead. But in a greater sense, all of us have been set free because Jesus died in our place for our sins. So there's the first part of the sermon, that that they had killed Jesus. Then the second part, that God had raised Jesus. This is the big news of the gospel. If Jesus had not been risen from the dead, we'd never have heard of him. It's a major theme of the Apostles' preaching in every sermon, Jesus and the resurrection. The Greek word for resurrection is anastasis. Uh, And apparently some hearers of the early Apostles' preaching thought that they were preaching about two new gods, Jesus and a female god, anastasis. They were used in the Roman culture or Greek culture for gods coming with a male and a female pair. And the Apostles preached about Jesus and the resurrection, Jesus and anastasis so much that people wondered if there were two gods. But no, it's Jesus, the God, who is risen, the resurrection. And they say, we are witnesses of this. They had seen Jesus alive, they'd eaten with him, they'd drank with him, they'd touched him, they were convinced it wasn't a hallucination. And the risen Jesus had told them to wait in Jerusalem till they were clothed with power from on high. And they'd waited and obeyed. And at Pentecost, they'd been filled with the Holy Spirit and now they are transformed. There is power in Jesus' name. Uh, And that's what Peter focuses in on this sermon, verse 16. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you see. The book of Acts is what Jesus continues to do by his spirit after he'd risen from the dead. The gospels are all that Jesus did before he died and rose again. But Luke in Acts 1.1 says that was what Jesus began to do. Now this is what he continues to do. And this wonderful miracle of the lame man crippled from birth, uh, who's now been restored to health. It's Jesus that's done it by the power of his spirit through his apostles. And just as Jesus touched his life then, he wants to touch your life and my life today. And there's three aspects Peter mentions to the change God will bring to our lives as we put our trust in Jesus. There is forgiveness of sins. Verse 19, repent then, Peter says, and turn to God so your sins may be wiped out. That is our greatest need. All of us have got things wrong. Uh, and it separates us from God and Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for our sin and those sins can now be wiped out. I've no idea whether we're going to be able to get to the beach on holiday uh, this summer or not, I hope we are, Uh, but when you go on a beach holiday you will often dig on the beach and the next day you come back and the tide has washed over it, it's been wiped clean and you can't see the mess you made the day before. In the same way, When we come to Jesus, he washes our sins away. They are washed clean, wiped clean. Peter was with Jesus when Jesus had uh, healed a paralysed man. Uh, Peter had been there as Jesus had got him to uh, stand up and pick up his mat. But Jesus had made it very clear to him that much bigger than his physical need of walking, He had a spiritual need of forgiveness and that is true for all of us our deepest inner need is to be forgiven but there's more than that there is this lovely phrase times of refreshing that god wants to give to us verse 19 again repent says peter turn to god say your sins may be wiped out that times of refreshing may come from the lord god doesn't just want to forgive us our sins He wants to restore us uh, to health, a a lovely inner health that we're wiped clean of our sin and he brings a peace and a joy and a hope and a refreshment inwardly. Uh, We get weary with the things of life that are hard and this lockdown has been weary some. But there is a time of refreshing for you today from the Lord. And it comes as we look to him to find a rest in him. St Augustine of old said, you've made us for yourself and our hearts are restless till they find their rest in you. And God has life giving water for your soul and for mine. There is a time of refreshing now. Uh, God sometimes heals physically and sometimes he doesn't. But there is a promise now of forgiveness and inner refreshment and then there's another strand as well as forgiveness from the past and times of refreshing now Peter gets them to look forward to when Jesus would come again he says he will send the Messiah who's been appointed for you even Jesus heaven must receive him until the time comes for God to restore everything as he promised long ago through the prophets One day Jesus will return, death is not the end, and he will take us to be with him, we will be with him in the new heaven and earth, and then everything will be restored. Uh, There will be no physical illness then, no more suffering, no more tears, no more death, no more sadness, and we are to look forward to that great day. We may or may not be healed of our physical needs now, We will be forgiven as we trust in Jesus. There will be times of refreshing. And one day we will be perfectly healed. A few years ago, I heard a remarkable interview with a boy of 17 who'd been in and out of hospital all his life. he had had so many operations and he was near the end of his short life. He was a Christian with a lovely, vibrant faith. And the interviewer said to him, Uh, How on earth do you reconcile all that's happened to you with your Christian faith? Uh, And this boy said, God has all eternity to make it up to me. And it's that eternal perspective that God has all eternity uh, to make it up, as it were, all the difficulties of this life. So then this is a wonderful sermon Peter has preached. That Jesus, yes, he died for our sins, but he is risen and there is power in his name. And he can transform your life like he transformed the apostles life and this lame man who was healed. There is forgiveness. There are times of refreshing. So how do we receive this? It's not automatic. God doesn't force it on us. Well, there's two things in the way we receive. We need to repent and we need to turn and put our trust in Jesus. Verse 19. Repent then, and turn to God, that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come. If you're someone who's not yet a Christian, you need to repent in the big choice of turning from living life your own way to living life God's way. Most watching this will be Christians, I know, but there are still things that get in the way between us and God that we need to repent of day by day and week by week. And there may be something that's getting in the way of you receiving all that God has for you. Repent and turn to him. Uh, It's faith in his powerful name that unlocks all these blessings from heaven. As I say, there may or may not be physical healing. Lovely to have that clip from the Well Christian Healing Center earlier. And if you've got particular things, I encourage you to book a prayer appointment with them over Zoom but we're going to pray now that God would come by his Holy Spirit with times of refreshing for all of us. I want to encourage those of you who'd like to, to stand as we do at St Paul's Church when we meet, to stand and open our hands in a sign of receiving from the Lord. Of course you don't have to do that, you can stay sitting with your hands open, but let's come and receive all that the Lord has to give to us. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we praise you that you are the same yesterday, today and forever. We praise you that you are risen from the dead, that you are sitting at the right hand of the Father, praying for us and pouring out your Holy Spirit. Send your Holy Spirit on us now, we pray. We ask if there's anything that's getting in the way between us and you you would point that out to us now in the stillness, is there anything we need to repent of? Perhaps some of us need to repent of just looking down rather than up to the Lord, of focusing on all the problems that there are around rather than looking up to him. Lord, forgive us for anything that's come between us and you. And we pray now that you would pour out your spirit into our lives, that you would wash away any sin or guilt from us inwardly, and that you would fill us up with the life-giving water of your spirit, that he would come and refresh our souls inwardly. Come Holy Spirit and fill us up. Let's just take a minute to be still before him and receive. Fill us up, we pray, Lord, with your peace and your joy, with your hope and your love. Fill us up to overflowing. It's a wonderful prayer St Paul prays in Romans 15 that I want to pray uh, for you today. This is Romans fifteen thirteen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Come, Lord, and refresh us individually and as a whole church family, we pray, and your church in this nation and around the world. Pour out your Spirit, refresh us, that we may overflow with life-giving water and hope to a world that is so desperately in need of forgiveness and hope and peace and joy. And all these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So now let's turn our eyes up to the Lord as we worship him in song once again.
0: In a moment I'm going to pray a prayer of blessing to end our service together, Uh, but a reminder that we're going to be joining together as a community on Zoom uh, today in two different ways. Firstly, shortly after we finish the service uh, we'll be gathering just for coffee for about half an hour or so in two different groups, Uh, so do join us uh, in a moment. And then at half seven this evening we'll be joining together to pray for our world, for our nation, for our town and for our community. So do join us uh, on Zoom for both of those if you're able to. But for now, hear these words of blessing. May the love of the Lord Jesus draw you to himself. The power of the Lord Jesus strengthen you in his service. And the joy of the Lord Jesus fill your hearts. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen. Abide in peace to love
3: and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen.